High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us now on the line, Professor Etan Gilboa from the Center for International Communication. Professor, very good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Sure, thank you. Indeed, Professor, so U.S.-Israeli relations at the moment, uh, the context of the discussion, should Israel continue listening to the United States on how to go about fighting the war against Hamas? That's the question being thrown out there at the moment. Uh, How do you think this war is impacting on Israel-U.S. relations right now? Uh, First, there is much agreement uh, between the two countries about the goal of uh, the war uh, against Hamas in Gaza, and that is uh, the need to eliminate uh, Hamas and replace it with a responsible government. And the second thing uh, the two sides agree on uh, is Mm. uh, the need to continue the war. Uh, There are some disagreements about how to conduct that war. The United States uh, wants, uh, this is also what Israel wants, uh, to, uh, to, uh, minimize, um, uh, civilian casualties. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the United States also wants, uh, to increase the humanitarian aid, uh, to Gaza. This is something that I have a problem with because obviously, as we have seen yesterday, uh, through a video, uh, Hamas is, uh, is, uh, you, is taking uh, much of that humanitarian aid for its own needs. Nice. And I remember at the beginning of the war, the United States said that if Hamas were uh, to capture that aid, it would stop immediately. So uh, Hamas is obviously uh, uh, robbing uh, humanitarian aid. And the other thing is uh, there are still uh, many uh, hostages uh, in Hamas' hands. Indeed. So uh, as long as this is the case, uh, don't come to me and speak to me about humanitarian aid. Right. But uh, so this is, this humanitarian aid is an issue. The U.S. wants uh, Israel to increase as much as possible humanitarian aid. And the last issue is the day after. Um, there's much talk about it. I think it has to do with American obsession with end game going back to Vietnam. The United States um, wants uh, to um, connect, reconnect Gaza and uh, the West Bank mm. and uh, allow the Palestinian Authority, uh, with some changes, uh, to rule Gaza at the end of the war. Uh, the Israeli government um, is saying that um, the Palestinian Authority would have to change considerably right. in order to be, to be able to, uh, to rule right. Gaza. So I'm just, uh, this is like a capsule description of agreements and disagreements between the right. two sides. Professor, let's just continue along that line um, regarding, you know, Gaza as it stands now in the, and uh, following the war. Prime Minister Netanyahu has made it clear about... Uh, shall we say, interference and influence coming from outside regarding how they want to create a buffer zone and control the, uh, the, the state of Gaza at that envisaged time. Could you see this placing a strain between Israel and uh, United States relations in terms of differentiating on the issue? So, first of all, um, what, uh, what Israel is saying is, first, we have to accomplish the goal of removing Hamas from Gaza. And then there would have to be some uh, requirements um, 
I don't think that anybody in Israel uh, believes that Israel could go back uh, to occupy all of Gaza and run sure. um, run their, uh, the, the affairs of two million people. This is not what Israel wants. Mm. However, it's uh, obviously in order to uh, pacify Gaza, uh, Israel, uh, Israel uh, the, the Gaza has to be demilitarized completely. Sure. And Israel will have also to keep uh, what is known as a security zone around Gaza. And the right. reason for that is simply to avoid the situation of the kind that happened with the massacre on October 7. And uh, I, I, these issues, um, uh, I, I believe, could develop into uh, a more... Uh, a more serious disagreement between the two countries, right. but uh, I think it's 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 ahead of us. We have finished. We have first to finish the war. Indeed, Professor. From a military point of view, uh, given the circumstances at the moment, and uh, of course the United States uh, in support uh, of Israel regarding uh, military supplies and what have you, given an election coming next year and uh, pressure from within between Republicans and Democrats, as you say, one has their differences. Could this really have an impact on that uh, particular understanding relationship, militarily speaking? Um. I don't know. Uh, usually, foreign affairs do not affect uh, uh, significantly mm. uh, presidential elections. Uh, of course, there are some some uh, unique uh, unique circumstances. Sure. Uh, there are two. There are two. Two groups are threatening Biden not to vote mm. for him if he continues if he continues to support Israel. One is the so-called progressive branch of the Democratic Party, right, and the second group are Muslims. Uh, they they have told uh, they have told uh, Biden that uh, given his uh, support for Israel, they may not vote for him. But I'm not so sure this is a uh, this is a real threat because uh, if they don't vote for him, then they may get somebody like Trump who said that uh, no Palestinian would be allowed to enter the United States and that anybody who would support Hamas would be uh, deported. Mm. So uh, it's not clear. I think Biden has all kinds of problem, problems, sure. especially an age problem uh, that has nothing to right. do with his support for Israel. Right. And I think this is the main reason for his low approval rating. Uh, we just uh, heard the other day about 40% approval rating uh, in the polls. Indeed. Professor, very quickly, uh, we, we're going to have to wrap up shortly. Um, internationally, from a diplomatic stance, what would you say are the United States' concerns regarding their involvement support for Israel? Uh, the, main, the main concern, I believe, is uh, international legitimacy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, no, you know, uh, public opinion has short memory. Mm. The terrible uh, atrocities... The, the real terrible atrocities of October 7 uh, have now been ignored, and we see in more and more even denies that they ever happened. Right. Especially in Muslim countries and especially among uh, radical left, uh, nothing happened. We know that there is much denial of women uh, raped and killed. Uh, there was a, the, the, it was necessary to have a major event at the United Nations just the other day simply to demonstrate that Indeed. these that, is, that there were mm -hmm. crimes, uh, sexual crimes committed by Hamas against uh, Jewish women, 
which uh, which many UN rotten highly politicized uh, um, uh, agencies such as the UN uh, women agency completely ignore sure uh, as if it's okay mm-hmm. to rape uh, Jewish and Israeli women so so um, so what I'm saying is that uh, the concern of the United the main concern of the United States is uh, a, a longer war mm, uh, that nice. uh, you know every war uh, uh, is problematic in terms of collateral damage Indeed, especially Professor. in Gaza where uh, where Hamas is using uh, civilians as human shields Hamas right. couldn't care less about civilians in Gaza and uh, so so it's even more difficult and Gaza is a small place so uh, so if uh, once uh, the, the war can if the war continues obviously because until until the goal is achieved mm-hmm. but then uh, the accumulation of uh, of uh, destruction and civilians killed and don't believe any number given by Hamas's controlled Ministry of Health. Indeed, Professor. Sometimes uh, it says Gaza Ministry of Health. Well, this no is bro- this is this this ministry is fully controlled by Hamas, and we know that Hamas is lying and cheating on daily basis about anything. Right. But, see. Professor, there have been many people killed. Indeed. Professor, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to cut the interview short there. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon just to give us your views on where U.S. and Israeli relations stand at the moment. For Professor Etan Gilbar, this is from the Center for International Communication.